Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hello, hello. On this episode, we are talking all about how to get your first or next 100 leads, even if you're pivoting or starting from zero. Now, I know that it can sometimes be daunting when you're starting out or you have to had to make a bit of a switch. I've had to pivot a few times in my career and my business. I start and stop, I start and stop. So I understand what this might feel like when you feel like you're starting all over again. This is the episode all for you. I'm going to break it down into five simple to follow steps that I used when I was first starting out and I still have used going into a new niche just recently that has generated well over 100 leads simply by following this same strategy. Plus, if you stick around to the end, I'm going to let you know about an a more in-depth training that one of my uh, good friends is running right now, which is all about this topic with a few different components to dive in deep, to give you a little bit more hand-holding that might be helpful for you, especially if this is a topic that you know that you need to dive into. Okay, so that being said, let's start. Now, if you uh, are familiar with my story, you know that when I started in the online space, I started like zero, maybe minus zero. <laughs> because I wasn't actually planning to have a business. So I didn't know anything about building a list. I didn't know anything about having any kinds of contacts or connections. Nobody knew who the heck I was. So I just want to set the stage here that no matter who you are, where you are, what your business is all about, that you can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. The other thing that I want you to know is that with 100 people, with 200 people, with 300 people, those same strategies are something that you can go and do over and over and over again. But more importantly, I was able to make not only my first sale, but my first five-figure month with less than 100 people on my list. Yes, you heard that right. With less than 100 people on my list. When you have the right people on the list, when you have the right offer for them, when you know exactly what it is that you can do and how you can help them, that confidence will come through no matter what it is that you put out there into the world. So with that being said, let's dive into the five steps that I have to share with you. And again, remember, stick around to the very end. I'm going to share with you an opportunity for you to get into a uh, more in-depth training that's being run right now. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's going to be being run right, right, right now. And so you have an opportunity to dive in into a new five-day challenge all about helping you to uh, gain 100 leads. So that being said, number one, step number one is I want you to find the biggest problem that you also solve. Because here's the thing. If you can make a list of problems that, you know, your people, people around you, people that you know, uh, past clients, current clients, people in the market are talking about, but you don't solve that problem, then it really doesn't matter. 
it has to be that intersection where it's something that people are struggling with, but also something that you are interested in solving. And when we find that sweet spot and you may find multiples of this, which is great. You just want to test out the market. You want to see which one do you have the most interest in? Which one makes the most sense from a profit perspective? Because I'm going to tell you that somebody came to me once and said, I want to help incarcerated people. So that would be people in jail. And when I asked her a few more questions, and I said, well, tell me a little bit more about how you expect this to be a business. Because if you can understand people in jail or people who have just freshly come out from jail, they don't have access to a lot of funds, right? They don't really have the means to be able to pay. She wanted to pay. She wanted to have a, a higher price point for her offer. And when we evaluated this and I asked her a couple of questions around this, it didn't really make sense. It made sense from a purpose and a passion perspective. And was this a problem? Absolutely. But was this a profitable problem? You know, the people that she wanted to help, could they actually pay what she wanted? No. So we had to come up with a strategy where she actually needed to, to partner with a nonprofit and do some, some interesting and more creative things, but in the way that she wanted and envisioned that business opportunity to come about, it just simply wasn't going to line up because as you can tell, your business needs to make money. And so we're talking about qualified leads. We're talking about your best customers, the best potential customers for you. And if they don't have the capacity to pay you in, in the way that you need them to pay, then you're not going to have a business, right? And in fact, you're going to be very frustrated because your heart is going to go out for the folks that you need to serve, but it's not going to match up with your income requirements or your bank account balance or your uh, needs to be able to support your lifestyle. So that's going to cause a lot of frustration. So I just want you to remember that as you make a list, so right now you could make a list, you could brainstorm and brain dump. What are all the different problems that you're noticing people are coming to you for? What are some of the things that you're paying attention in your networking communities, just people that you may already be connected to, whether that's business owners, whether that's parents, whether that's people in relationships, uh, individuals who are trying to get healthy, whatever it is that you have an interest in, just really pay attention to what are some of those problems. And more importantly, out of all those problems that they have identified or they're talking about that you are paying attention to and noticing, what do you want to solve? And what could you actually solve? What do you have the skills and the experience and the expertise to be able to help them to fix in the first place? Now, here's the thing. You don't have to be like the professor of anything. In fact, I helped one of my, um, <laughs> one of our family members, we went golfing one time and I'd only been two other times before her. And yet she saw me as the expert, which is highly laughable because I was really not, I'm still not very good at golfing, but compared to her, she saw me as the expert. So I just want you to know that you have more than likely way more experience than I do with golfing. And yet you're discounting your level of authority or expertise or just your experience and knowledge. I don't want you to do that. I want you to think, what do I have experience with? What could I talk about? What can I help people with? And is that also something that is a problem that they're looking to get solved? So that's number one. Number two is that you need to identify now that you have, because you have to select one of those problems. Now I want you to identify what is the first step or the one that people get the most stuck on. 
So I'll give you an example from my business and it's still valid to this day. If you go on my website, you'll be able to see it. We'll link it up below so that you can go check it out if it's helpful for you. So I am a sales expert. Now sales is very broad. It's a very big topic. Um, most of my experience is in actually all the different areas of sales. Uh, as long as you're having some kind of meaningful dialogue with a person, then I study human behavior. And as a result, I know what motivates people to buy, what they want to buy, and what more importantly, why they won't buy from you, right? Some of the things that would be sticking points. So whether or not you're doing it digitally or in person, off a stage or otherwise, the basic foundations, the principles of how you sell don't change. The language might change a little bit. That being said, I knew that my clients needed to have at least some kind of sales conversation, right? Uh, and that is the primary mechanism that we use as the building block from which everything else kind of stems from. I knew that my ideal clients really didn't like the idea of selling. And more importantly, they they were afraid of charging what they wanted or raising their prices or being able to ask for the money that they wanted to receive as a result of the products and services that they wanted to sell. And so their number one thing that they constantly were either worried about or needing help and support with was handling the dreaded pricing objection, which meant that for them, if they heard, I can't afford it, it created a lot of fear and uncertainty and resistance for what it was that they needed to keep moving forward with. So that is the biggest problem that they had. Now, is that the first step? No, it's not. It's actually way further down the line, but there's a way that I teach people in my sales process, my five C's to close, where in, in essence, the types of questions that you're asking will make it such that you don't actually deal with a lot of objections, which is really, the name of the game for me. But I know that right now, because they don't have my process, that they get stuck in this area. So that's the biggest sticking block. So what is the biggest sticking block for your ideal clients, right? Because this is still my longest running free resource, which is how I gain leads, qualified leads into my sales programs. And it's called three ways to turn I can't afford it into sign me up. And it still works. It's still something that I use. I've rebranded my brand. I've changed my brand colors. So in case you grabbed it and you're like, where's all this pink coming from? That was one of my original colors. I don't change it because there's no point. The content itself is really valuable. It's really high quality and it helps people. So could I make it more cosmetically uh, appealing or aligned to where my brand currently is? Sure, I could. But I don't really need to do that, right? And so I don't worry about the aesthetics of things because the value is in the actual content itself. So remember, remember it's either going to be the first step. So how do they need to move forward with you? Or like mine, it's going to be the biggest sticking point in helping them to move forward. Number three is now, I've already kind of hinted at it, you need to create a high value resource. So mine is simply a, I think it's a two or a three page PDF. It's very easily consumed. It's something that they can quickly digest and implement or get an aha so that they have a realization around what it is that they're uh, preventing them from being able to hear more yeses. So I want you now, you have your idea, right? You have something that you can go, okay, here's a problem. I can solve it. I want to solve it. And I have the experience. The second part is you've identified out of that entire problem, what is it that I can help people with immediately? The first step or the biggest sticking point. And then from there, you're going to expand and give them 
a bite of your solution. You're going to give them a high value free resource. Now this could be a PDF, it could be a quick video training series, it could be a downloadable, it could be an ebook, although I would say ebooks are probably not my favorite. I like really quick and easy to consume. A checklist, a swipe file, a template, a PDF, uh, a really quick video, an audio. So there's lots of different things. If you're an e-commerce store, it could be a coupon code to try out one of your things. It could be lots of things. So as you're going about, because we buy stuff all the time, right? I mean, you're a consumer, so am I. And every single day you're being bombarded with tons of different offers and opportunities to work with different kinds of companies. I want you to pay attention. What do you find valuable? What is really meaty and juicy for you to be able to say, yes, I wanna have access to this and I would be willing to give you some of my information, whether that's my uh, cell phone number, right? So that you can text me something or whether it's my email address so that you can give me this free resource. That's what I want you to think about is what is it that you could create now, now that you have these first two steps. So step number three is that you're going to go ahead and create a high value resource. Now, the fourth part is now you have a resource, right? Because you've finished step one, two, and three. Now, what the heck do you do with it? Because you can only get leads when you actually are talking about what it is that you do and you get people interested such that they identify themselves. So number four is going to be find your people. Now, you need to figure out if you haven't in step one, who is it that has this exact problem that you've created this resource for? Now, chances are, if you've been paying attention to who's asking you certain questions, what type of person that they are, what type of business that they are, then you may have a good idea of where to go. Now, social media is going to be my preference for you because it's organic, meaning that it is something that you do to trade your time for as opposed to having to spend money on in order to gain those leads. So yes, you can do paid advertising, but when you're just starting out, I don't recommend it. I always recommend, especially if you're trying to test out a brand new offer or a brand new uh, free resource, that you always do this first through organic methods, word of mouth, referral, social media. Okay, because this way you can prove that it works, you have a proven model, and then you can pour gas on it by accelerating your results using a paid method that paid advertising will, uh, will give you access to, okay? So number four, you need to find your people. Where do your people that have that problem that your resource solves, where are they hanging out? And then the last one, step number five, is that you're going to, now that you know where your people are, you're going to actively share information related to your free resource. So I'll give you an example of how I would do this for my business. So here's a perfect example. It's very meta. We're using this exact uh, podcast, this episode, right? This episode is a free training. This has broken down how to get your next 100 leads. And I've broken this all down. Now, I also mentioned my free resource, one of my original ones, which was how to turn I can't afford it into sign me up. If you want to have access to that, then you're going to go to the link that's going to be in the show notes below so that you can go ahead and grab your free copy. So if I was going on to social media, I could easily just create a condensed version of this for any social media platform. I could make that into a video. I could create an audio. I can make this into a, a, you know, a five point checklist sort of written post. And then my call to action at the bottom would be for people to grab 
my free resource. Now you can do the same thing where you're just talking about what it is that you do. You're talking about the problem. You're talking about the opportunity for a solution and you're giving people a way to be able to gain that through your free resource. It's as simple as I can make it. And I hope that it's helpful for you because when you're able to do, and I'm not going to go through all the nitty gritty steps because at this point, it's going to be a whole hour plus training. But I wanted to give you high level. Here are the five things that you could do today because getting your next 100 leads doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, I recently just did this in the fall because I was starting to gear more into spirituality, how to hear God, how to tap into your intuition. And I did the exact same thing in an area that I'm not typically known for. It is not directly related to sales. It's all about how to hear God. And so the free resource that I created around that was seven languages of God, right? And we'll link that below in the show notes for you as well. So you can take a look. And so that you can see, this is the exact formula and the blueprint that I follow. It's the one that I, I help my clients follow as well inside of Sales Mastery Society. So Remember I said to you at the very beginning that if this was something that you needed to dive in a little bit deeper with, that we would be giving you access to a new uh, training, like uh, access to something that's already happening. So at the time of this recording, you may have already heard about it, but May 18th, it's May 18th. We're going to double check the dates, but look below. If it's still going on, which it should be, it's happening this week, you will be able to join my good friend, James Wedmore, for his upcoming training all about how to get your first 100 leads. Now, this training, he's actually going through a five-day challenge to help you, and it will break down in more detail because you can imagine five days, you know, five opportunities to break down step by step. So if this is something that you know that you need to walk through, that you need to do right now. And at the time of this episode, you're listening and going, oh my gosh, I have so many ideas, but now I need help to support and implement and execute. Then I want to invite you to come and join uh, this brand new pop-up group that has uh, been created in support of your lead generation activity. Because as I mentioned at the very beginning, I had clients without a huge list, less than 100 people. In fact, my very first challenge, I got 77 people on my list. And from that challenge, I was able to create a, my first five-figure month. So I just want you to know that there is humongous power in having a small but mighty list. So don't bemoan where you're starting from, or if you're starting again because of some of the changes in your market, in your industry, in your niche, or maybe you're just following a different passion right now, then I highly encourage you to check out this training. You can grab the link below. It will be at susanmcvay.com forward slash BBD. Okay. susanmcvay.com forward slash BBD. And the link will be below in the show notes for you so that you can get walk through the five-day challenge that James is hosting all about how to generate your first or next 100 leads. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.